Hey, this is Big Papa Pump Scott's Diner. Yes, yes, it is me, Gerald Zipupe. Hey, this is Joe Gatto. Well, hello there. It's me, Harold the Puppet. This is Eric Young. This is Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano, and you are listening to Shootin' Poop. The following podcast is brought to you by the Jonas Podcasting Network, found exclusively at WrestlingWithJonas.com. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the shooting shit compound, uh, it is the four craziest guys uh, in all of professional wrestling podcasting. This is episode number seventy-six of Shooting did, Shit. Hey, did you did, did you go to DDJ's voice <laughs> school? Motherfucker, I hate you right now. Is that, did, you, did you take <laughs> lessons from Dennis Day Jr., the five-star voice machine? Did you go to the Chris Hansen School of Sexual Harassment to learn that voice? <laughs> Jesus Christ. That is the worst opening I've ever oh heard. God. It was so it was so like such a sloppy can we can we hit pause and start over? Operator <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. That yeah. was what you call the wish.com vet. It's like when you go on wish.com to order Valvenus, that's what you get. Dude, that's the wish.com of DDJ question of the week. Oh, that's that's how this episode yeah. wow. That is how we're starting. And that's how we're gonna probably end up tonight, guys. Episode there's like 76. A, there's like a wish coupon for 50% off that voice right there, bro. That's we're going off the rails. Let's go. <laughs> It, it just sounds like we're trying to get you I, know ice cream I, out to kids. I don't see that's just fucked up. Hey little kids, we got some ice cream. DDJ, stop. <laughs> oh wait, that was I thought did, did you just throw your voice, bro? I didn't even see your lips move. <laughs> he got nothing. He's got nothing. Stone silence. I hate you guys right now. <laughs> Put your Matt fucking Taven. Cole Cabana headband on and go cry in the corner. Yeah, is that what is that what you're rocking? Is your Matt Taven shirt? Is that from the Matt Taven? Did that come in the bottom of the monthly box? <laughs> you know what? I was expecting a better showing from the Kingdom in the Battle no, Royal. No, no, dude. I'm just saying, like that was like at the bottom of the box by the autographed Hillbilly Jim picture and the. Uh, <laughs> Talk, talk, man, thumb toy. 
you know, we've got the store on pro wrestling tees now. We don't want to make fun of the products. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I am so. Do we we're have a company. store on pro wrestling tees? Yeah, dude, we're pro wrestling yes, tee men. Have... You know, we're 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 product placement guys now. So you know, pro wrestling tees, also pro wrestling crates because they're a whole freaking business. See that? We're we're merch freaks. All elite crate. So there you go. Kitty Omega Chicago shirt, baby. Now, I have to say this because out of everybody on this show, I've probably talked the most shit <laughs> on pro wrestling tees. However, it's been a minute since I've ordered anything from them. And uh, as I was on the site... And, I have a uh, feeling checking, that's about to change. <laughs> checking out all our shirt options. <laughs> Look, they haven't kicked me out of the VIP group yet, so... <laughs> We'll see what happens. But uh, as I was perusing our new store, um, I hit the drop-down box for shirt options. And I didn't know this, but when did we get the option of that middle-of-the-road soft style that there's no upcharge for? <laughs> I was I was very happy about that. Yeah. Typically, hey, it was... hey, hey, you know what it was? When... When they announced that they were raising the, I think the base price for like all the AEW uh, licensed shirts to twenty nine ninety nine, I think mm-hmm. that's when it was when they they instituted that option. Okay. Hmm. Because that saves me because I would always get the premium soft, yeah. which is an upcharge. Right. I'm a two x to three x guy, so I need to get the upcharge for that. Charge, yeah. Yep. And now I'm like, okay, I, I have one of those in middle of the road kind of soft tees. And they're yeah, those are basically good. I think the same ones that come in the crates, if I'm not mistaken. And they the are. ones that they, yeah. they sell at the like the AEW shows. I think that's yeah. the style they use there. Exactly. It's, it's not those black ones. ones with no movement in them, which you can only get if you only wear a five X because they don't fucking care about big people anyway. Sorry, we love pro wrestling. Dude, teams. yeah, love you it. just got done saying not the the we important thing is, is the sale going on this weekend. Get in there and get your shooting shit. Merch, yeah, you, man. Yeah, but you got till uh, noon central time, one Eastern time uh, on Monday, this coming Monday, March 6th, to get 20% off all the great merchandise on there. And if only there was a code, a QR code or something they could scan. I know, man. Like, what if there was some, like, just some magic box that people watching this on YouTube could just take their phones at? Put their cameras on and just hold it up and just look at the barcode and then just hit the barcode and it takes them right to they could buy like a really great shirt and save 20 percent. Yeah, I mean that'd be a really yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven and step. If they only oh yeah, if they only put madness 23, yeah, as the code, yeah, they'll get the 20% discount. discount. You're killing hey. me. Go back to doing DDJ. Joey, you can punch him, and I'll just kick him in the nuts. I swear. I love you guys so much. Just go back to doing DDJ. That was way better. No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You know what? (laughs) We've gotten off to a shaky start today. That's great. You, well, you said it before we went to the video intro video and stuff. We were going off the rails, and we're way off the rails. Off the rails of the crazy train. Let's let's get some sort of let's get some kind of sort of 
you know, business rolling here, gentlemen. Joey K had our question of the week, which is our stirring shit topic. What was Wait, did topic? I? Yeah, I think you did. You did. Did is I? There, have it, oh my god, there, that's right. Is, I did. Is there a video? Not yet. Oh, oh, you got, well, no, I don't well, feel like shit on my. Dick. I don't feel like it, it's officially the question of the week without a video. So perhaps you should play the video. Why? So you guys can make fun of me, dude. No. I would never. It's our that. transition, like we you can't dirty motherfucking liar. <laughs> Ooh, don't you even somebody's dare son say went to bed tonight. God, you That's kissed our- your That's son goodnight at bedtime with that mouth. Hey, he, he don't. My, Matthew doesn't have school what tomorrow. Hey, what happened to you, man? You're you're the Matthew white. Matthew doesn't red, have school no, tomorrow, so he's the actually spending baby the night thing. at grandma's. throwing at dirty motherfuckers around, man. That's just well, not. First off, normally at this time he would be sleeping, so he wouldn't hear me. <laughs> and secondly, he doesn't have school tomorrow, so he's staying at grandma's house. So you can just shut the fuck up, oh. you dirty lying motherfucker. Wow. Ladies My. and gentlemen, that is our white meat baby face. My goodness, <laughs> dude. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Oh, man. That was just Ooh, that. So, that was, un- that was, that was kind of uncalled for, dude. I feel like we need a video now to kind of transition into this. Yeah, yeah. I think that Hold on. Every Sunday, we post a question in our official Facebook group. You guys give us some really good answers. And now it's time to read some of those answers and for the boys to give their answers on the official Shooting Shit Facebook question of the week. (laughs) You know, it just doesn't feel right unless I feel like a child's getting kidnapped. (laughs) So, the question of the week, huh? How about it? Uh, <laughs> All just right, for the record, just for the record, I didn't, that was him. I didn't make, I did. I said I wasn't gonna. And I didn't. You I wasn't. said you weren't gonna, but you were suddenly hitting at no, you. And you dirty motherfuckered me anyway, so. I wanted to hear it. <laughs> Chris Hansen's favorite part of the show. Middle school children across the country love to hear it or are forced to hear it. So, you know, it works want, out. Yeah. One piece of candy. Yeah. That's not candy, buddy. That's 100% Eisenhower. It's, it's candy, bro. That's candy. All right. All right. All right. It's rock candy. It's candy. Uh-huh. Jesus Christ! Yeah, our, our eight people who like us are going slowly fading tonight. Yeah, our eight people that like us probably just dropped down to five. Yeah. As long as they buy a shirt, I don't give a fuck. One <laughs> <laughs> holding strong is Jerry. Come on, Jerry. He, he puts his candy up. <laughs> he puts his fucking candy up. Oh. All right, all right, all right, man. All right, maybe we should talk about wrestling. Okay. Uh-oh. Question of the week, Joey K. Question of the week. So I had this, I, I was thinking of this one. It's kind of a generic question. But it's of a really course, good one. Always somebody, DDJ, that has to like clarify the rules of this question for me <laughs> in the comments, sir. Uh, <laughs> but it, it it's good because um, I got this question. I was just, I was catching up on uh, Young Rock, right? 
Good show, by the way. Yeah, I'm I'm almost caught up on season three. Finally, oh my god! I watched the finale over the the season finale over the weekend. Thought I'd ever hear an adult male say what (laughs) I just caught up in season three of Young Rock. Are you fucking kidding me with that shit? It's it's a good show, show. It's a good show. Like Saved by the Bell for adults. That's. Give it a try. You might like it. Wrong with Saved by the Bell. What's wrong with Saved by the Bell? Wait, are we talking the the college years or? Oh, okay. For fuck's sake, DJ. All right, man. We're off the rails, baby. All right, all right. So, um, but it's funny because you know entrance music wasn't really a thing for a long time in wrestling. And then, you know, you see this boom in the 80s and you have such iconic, you know, entrance music, whether it's, you know, you know the, the Freebirds coming out, playing, playing. And I think if I correct me if I'm Freebird, wrong, Dean, they were playing Freebird. They, they did free. They used Freebird for a while. No, but, yeah. uh, no they were the first, though. Yeah, very we were the first of the modern era, but if I'm not mistaken, I actually believe wasn't the original Gorgeous George the first one to use ring music? Mm. You might be right. I think you might be right about that, actually. Yeah, but, I don't ever question you when it comes to I think to of like trivia. the modern era, though. I think the like Joey K is right when he says that the Freebirds were the first ones to use, yeah, so well, they, they were the first ones that made it super, yeah, like they made it mainstream. Yeah. Like, you know, like Michael Hayes said, like a rock concert. Yeah. And that, that's what they wanted. So, um, and then you saw a boom and then you see the era of, you know, the WWF and Jim right. Johnson, you know, composing pretty much Who everything. should be in the Hall of Fame. Yes. Should be. Probably shouldn't have been fired the way he was either, but still, um, you know, who, who's made like all these legendary entrance music. Yep to the licensed music so it kind of spans everything um so i had this idea what is your favorite and i know this question is hard because when i thought of it i mean i could name five songs right now yep yeah and all of them changed to the favorite so whatever i say today is going to be just currently what it is but we got some really 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 great responses um, you know, uh, one of them might be on. I know, uh, shout out to Isaac, Chris Benoit's <laughs> team. I'm gonna hit that right away. That song is a fucking great song, it is it a is. great song, actually. It and I mean, I saw them play it in concert. And then, if you read the comments, you know, Isaac, you know, they refused to play it ever again after. After it was found out, yeah, of course, what yeah. Chris did, but Allegedly. classic song, yeah. Um, don't do, don't do that, don't fucking do that, bro. <laughs> you gotta, that. you've gotta say absolutely not. I don't care. Yeah, there's no allegedly do that. You do not throw allegedly in that. <laughs> Fuck, you'll get us fucks before we even get started doing this shit. Um, let me see. Uh, DJ, do you have the comments up? Uh, I do actually. Let me just, uh, okay. So <laughs> I, I have it up. So my boy Clifford Frazier, who, uh, 
Jovan and uh, Silverwolf uh, know because he was the guy that ha- had us in his suite for uh, All Out uh, last year. Good dude. He had dude, a gift dude, of uh, Edge, no, dude, and he man. put the only correct answer, and he was implying to Edge's uh, theme song uh, by uh, Alter Bridge called Metalingus, which that is a banger. And I know Jovan on. one and I have a problem with that. Why do? You, what's the problem? I have a problem with that because of what they did to the song for Edge's entrance music. Uh, that drum intro part—that's at the end of the song. Yeah, it's they do that for a lot of their song, their licensed songs that they they chop it up. I think because they, they wanted to sound- chop the shit out of that one, mm-hmm. and it bothers me to this day because I enjoy that song, and it fucks right. me up. So. So a couple other answers we got. Um, you mentioned Isaac. Uh, Scott Cater wrote Kingdom, uh, which is a song for Cody Rhodes, which is a really good song. It's catchy. It's catchy. catchy. Yes. Um, Oscar Miguel Rodriguez put Cult of Personality for CM Punk. Shout out, Oscar. How you doing, man? Yeah. Dude, I, and the thing is, I love that song when it came out initially. That song was so ahead of its time. Yeah. It's from R. The mix of rock and rap when it first came out, there was nobody doing that. You know what I mean? Like they were literally cutting edge with that music. Um, that I love Living Color since I was a kid. Me too. Yeah, that's you know, that song has been on the top of my all time favorites before punk. And even though you guys already know punk's one of my all time favorite wrestlers, yeah, like that for me, like that song is fucking tops no matter what. Yeah. Even though I'm probably not going to pick it tonight, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> oh, here, whatever, whatever, Texas. Here we fucking go. Um, okay. Yeah, it's a DJ. Oh. Hit me with hit me with some more comments. All right. So uh, my Brett, my buddy Brad, who I've known for just about 20 years, he's got he has a four way tie, but he's got some really good ones here. He's got the Ultimate Warrior. He's got Demolition, which is a really good one. Demolition's another tag team that should be in the Hall of Fame. The Brood. And then um, the Undertaker's theme from the Volume 3 CD. Which one was that? Which is, I think, the one he used at SummerSlam 98, which is a really good one. All right, for the Um, rest of us, uh, sleep and drink trivia. Which song are you talking about? I think it's the Ministry Taker. Yeah, it's the Ministry Taker. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, it's like the yeah, so you give me Sean, your friend, uh, game, dude, and I'm trying to figure out which one I was too drunk at to pay attention to. And... <laughs> so, so your friend uh, Ken Hyatt Nelson uh, had a gif of Adam Cole, so I'm assuming he's referring to Adam Co- Cole's AEW theme, which is a pre- which is a banger. That's but a I'll, banger. I'll, I'll also take his, uh, NXT version. I was gonna say I'll yeah, also take NXT Undisputed Era version because both of those are fucking yeah. top. I, yeah. All right, so then we have uh, let's see, we got Mrs. Silver Wolf, and she, I like your and, she, and I like her take uh, a lot, Sean. Very insightful take. She goes, favorite and the best are two different answers. The Undertaker has the best entrance song of all time, hands down, no contest. But I'm going to give you three of my favorite ones, and she lists Randy Orton, which I'm assuming she means voices, the, voices, the one he yeah, uses she does, now. Yeah, uh, the Shield. <laughs> Which is a really good one. She's a huge mark for the shield, bro. For the, yeah. the, the shield, the shield music. I'm just saying voices for when Randy we, Orton. When we first met, 
she literally had the shield as her screensaver on her, her phone. <laughs> yeah. And that's okay. when you well, knew she was remember, the one. Sean, it's funny that you mentioned that because remember the first time you and I actually hung out in person when I came down to, with uh, Pele and we had uh, we went met up, I think it was at TGI yeah. Fridays in Orland Park with you and Gabby. Yeah. We did that before we left. We did that picture she took of the three of us with the shield pose and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And her, theme song, and her ringtone at that time was Brie Bella's. Nice. It was Brie Bella's. Um, theme song. She also mentioned Daniel Bryan, which is, yeah. uh, yeah, it was good. And then an honorable mention, Daniel John Bryan Cena. Mark, bro, for sure. Yeah. Do you so. know a dude sings that song for Daniel Bryan? I did not know that. It's <laughs> a dude. It's no. a dude. I'm still uncomfortable. Which is funny because when me and her first met, like I remember her, like we were talking and she just got her first. She's like, oh, I got packages from WWE today. And her two purchases were the black, you can't see me with the green and pink lettering. And then she got the very first Daniel Bryan yes hoodie. She was wearing that that night. We went out. Yeah, man. I remember that because I had the picture. And we moved in together. The first thing we I hung up in our closet was my Bullet Club hoodie and her. <laughs> her yeah, I, I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, like we're um, all moved in, baby. We're we're yeah. ready to go. So I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. Couple more comments here because this would actually got hey, some really yappy good mouth up there. Zip it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Voices is not the best Randy Orton theme. You don't think Voices is the best Randy Orton theme? No. Burning my light. Burning my light. Hands, 100% really? hands down is the best Randy Orton theme. That's I, I don't know. I think Voices Randy Orton is the best Randy Orton. Like that. I, just, they were, I, I just said music. Like when that music hit, dude, He that was when he was like really starting to come into his own and just like. He was, yeah, there was no more hanging on the coattails of Triple H or his dad or anybody else, bro. Yeah, no, that's a... He was just RKO in the fuck out of everybody, and I loved it. DJ, go. Okay, so we're going to give a couple more, and then we're going to give our takes. Um, Our buddy, uh, our buddy, Kenneth uh, uh, Titone, he's got a, he's got a, he's got no particular order, but he's got a few here. We all know Ken's a big Midnight Express fan, and their theme song that, yeah, Yeah, can't go wrong with that. Sting's first, uh, he says Sting's first and second ringside entrance from the NWA. Uh, Lex Luger's early NWA and WCW stuff, which was good. He mentioned the Freebirds, and then also Roman Reigns, which Roman Reigns' new song is definitely yeah. fitting of his character. I mean, I was yeah. so glad when they went to that versus when they were just still using his shield and uh, theme. <clears throat> uh Jeff Chadwick, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin with the glass breaking. And then last but definitely not least, uh our, our boy Jerry Hayne the second um mentioned and he goes into the story about falling in love with you know wrestling at the night very first SummerSlam when um uh the honky tonk man lost the intercontinental title to the ultimate warrior and he said he lost it when he heard the ultimate warriors theme that night and it stuck with him. Jerry Hayne also spoke, I think, threw in an answer for Sean here that said he bets that Sean votes with, for With My Baby Tonight by Double J, Jeff Jarrett. I hate you fucking both. See, and this is why. That I was all Jovan. That was not me. So, all right. So, now, at this point, Joey K, what do you say? What, do you want to take it around the corn here? Yeah, let's go. DDJ, you want to go first? Sure, why not? Go for so, it. So, I got a couple here. For me... 
I've always been a huge fan of uh, Dustin Rhodes's The Natural, you know, the one that he used in WCW. Well, they call him The Natural. Yeah. One of my favorites. But I think about it now. To me, I think I've got two for a fa- that I would probably say favorites. One is Judas by Chris Jericho. Because, I mean, really, when you think about it, how many theme songs have come out to where literally – they the the whole crowd is literally could just sing. He wouldn't even have to play the music, and they could just sing it him to the ring. And it's his actual like his band action, and he's yeah. actually singing that song. So I mean, that is mad and rock too. It's yeah. a fucking good song. It's a speaking dude. I Ozzy, when I'm lift when I'm lifting I, that yeah. song, I have the yeah. It's, it's on my workout playlist. playlist. It's 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 on my, it's a, it's on my uh, playlist as well too. Yeah. But speaking of speaking good. of Fozzie. Actually, the night before uh, Giovanni, Giovanni Tuhati, the hot one, gets into uh, the Chicagoland area for a big uh, weekend, um, I'm actually going to see Fozzie for the first time. Oh, nice. Nice. So I'm dude. excited about that and stuff. But one that I think really d- deserves a lot of love, and it's a great song in its own right, but when you think about who it's connected to and how special it was, I got to also throw out Enter Sandman by Metallica. Mm, tugging at the ECW heartstrings. Yes, because well, dude, I mean, like that. It. Usually, it, the his entrances was always way better than his matches. So. But that was the whole point, though. <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, the guy couldn't <laughs> wrestle for I shit. Mean, but dude, think about it. They would play his entrance was the whole song. Yeah, he didn't get in the ring and start fighting until the song was over. Literally, <laughs> he's in the crowd, walking through the crowd, smoking cigarettes, drinking a can of beer. By the time he gets to the ring, he's already busting himself open. And if you guys want to see yours truly, DDJ, in a really uh, funny situation, hop on that peacock and go to. Uh, hop on the peacock. Hop on that peacock. Hey, hey, 20, 25.15. Hop, hop on that peacock. Write that down, 25.15. <laughs> yeah, Jovan, write it down. Um, <laughs> But so a little bit of a peek behind the curtain here. Back in 2000, at the last ECW show they ran in the Chicagoland area was uh, the November to Remember 2000 pay-per-view. And it was uh, the main event was a what they called a double jeopardy match, where it was basically like four guys and like two <laughs> matches going on at the same time. And then whoever, you know, survived their matches would go on to clash for the ECW title. You had Jerry Lynn and Justin Credible. And then you had Steve Carino and the Sandman. So Steve Carino and Justin Credible are double teaming Jerry Lynn and everything. And then all of a sudden, you know, enter Sandman hits crowd goes crazy. They're singing along, they're clapping, whatever it's chaos. So I'm sitting front row actually with my best friend and, you know, we're try- I like, and we see him and then after all of a sudden he disappears and I go to stand on my chair and I'm looking around like, where is he? Next thing you know, he's standing right next to me. And what do I do? I slip off my chair. And you can actually see it on the on Peacock. You can see it on Peacock. I'm yes. actually gonna have to watch this now. See, you're gonna have to go watch it. I need to fucking laugh. That's you gonna be good. You can help you remember ads. What the hell was that? <laughs> what was that? Sorry, bro. <laughs> I'm working on my. I'm getting my music was, ready, man. Was, and you want to know how long ago that was? I was. I wasn't even. I wasn't even legally able to drink alcohol at the time. I was only 20 when that happened. So this is like more than. You know, I was I was a, I was still a kid essentially compared to now, but just to me, like I said, it just 
those three songs are probably, I guess I would say, probably be like three of the my all-time favorites. Free Birds as well, and then also a little underrated one, the Dangerous Alliance theme. Solid. All right, all right Silver many, Wolf, what about how you? Many, how many of those was like 13 songs, man? Well, okay, so for me, there's, there's a certain standard, so like – there are certain things that always made me pop or like if you're watching a show and, or you were at a show that would get you excited. So obviously for me, like the attitude area era, like when that glass broke, cause I was a huge Steve Austin Mark, regardless from WCW into ECW into yep. WWE. Yep. And then to see him finally get like explode the way he did. But man, when that glass broke and you heard that, and him walking down, dude, that was that was big. I also loved the uh, LOD WWF theme songs. What a rush! You get that, oh, and then you just get that LOD pop. Um, I always loved voices for Orton because I just felt like that really encapsulated his character. It was one of those ones, and then you had them funny, goofy ones, man, like you know, the Godfather coming out, you know, when he was with the hoe train and then hello ladies, but my all time. I know, I know, I know. Spend my day working hard on the go, but the hands on the, are you ready? Hey, think you can tell us what to do. Think you can tell us what to wear. And that's about all we can play before we get right there, baby. I I just remember like that. To me, that was like the when I heard that, I was like the first time that WWF theme music wasn't lame. You know, so funny story be with the the DX theme, and we talked about Jim Johnston earlier. Um, back at the very first Starcade, right before uh, the the uh, All In pay per view back in 2018, he was at the first Starcast, and he uh, did a really cool panel that was hosted by Sean Mooney, where he talked about creating a lot of the songs. And uh, I was there along with uh, our boy Patrick, and it was really cool because he talked about the DX song, how it was like the first song that just had like this, this just this you know slow build up to you know then when it goes to break it down you know dun, 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 yeah. and stuff. Whereas everything kind of started out that way, but he said this was like the first song that he did that really just had that kind of build to the you know yeah where it just hit and stuff, and it was just a really cool. Like if you can go if I if you can find a video out there, I think it's you can get it on Fight TV or something like that. But if you can find a, a video of that panel from the first Starcast, go watch it because it's really cool and just really insightful mm-hmm. and a lot of themes and stuff. So nice. All right, hot one. So you see him, punk marks that like uh, cult of personality so much. I don't think that's his best entrance song. Oh, what do you say? What do you say is? I know what he's going to say. Dude, I think I, dude, I, I was going to say is you're calling us marks, but you know, is his better entrance song. <laughs> I'm going with the ROH theme, bro. I have to, I have to, because I was there for the match against MJF. And the moment that theme hit and everybody who knew that fucking song, we all shared a universal orgasm. In a room full of men watching other men in underwear, and put that all together. And didn't I literally messaged you (laughs) as soon as it hit because I was watching it at home? 
I messaged <laughs> you. That was like holy. Yeah, you did. Shit. I, I yep. <laughs> so yes, that's Punk's best theme. Um, AFI. I've I've got to go from there, man. It's gonna sound funny, but I there's something about this what? and when it was when it was done with the full freaking accompaniment of the uh, gospel singers, glorious domination for Bobby Roode. Dude, that's not that's a good choice. Oh my god! I, I have to hear you want to hear a funny song, a really funny the glorious. Gabby, one yes. of Gabby's friends, Bobby, got married a couple years ago, and I think he walked down the aisle. I would do it to that song, yeah. To Glorious. Well, you would no, do it to any song. Uh, Who are you talking? Yeah. I, I can't walk down the aisle to that song. I'm Texan, so it had to be the Austin, you know, glass break. Um, other than that, sprinkling. A little bit of Kane's The Fire Burns. Just, Jesus, dude, back in the day, that song, Kane's entrance back in the day was freaking amazing. Are you talking about the one that he used when he when he unmasked? Yeah. Do you know that's on the Punisher soundtrack? Is it really? Yeah. Oh, that's badass. He would know that song. the five-star trivia machine. Come from. Um, let's see who else. Who else? I almost feel like you should have a shirt that says that, but that's silly, probably. Right? Wouldn't that be a great idea? Uh, That'd be a little too much. We're not the merch freaks like the Young Bucks, but uh, (laughs) just in case, one day. Um, so I'm gonna wrap it up here with my top two, my top tiers. Um, there's nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing in pro wrestling that had gotten me excited and ready just to watch some good wrestling like The Rock. If you smell what The Rock is cooking, boy, the Hollywood Rock. Just, <laughs> uh, you kiss my ass, Sean. The Hollywood Rock with the, the skyscrapers, the helicopters, and then you just have the, he's cooking. Boy, I freaking popped every freaking time. But um, that's just because of my personal problem. Probably need to clean yourself up right now just thinking about it. That's right. Oh, my goodness. Make sure you use deodorant. Oh, Lord. Uh, yeah, that's not what, that's, that's <laughs> not what I was talking about. But, right. but um, top tier, and this is for everybody who is an indie-going fan. And if you've ever been able to go to a GCW show and see this man wrestle, there is nothing, nothing that compares to For Whom the Bell Tolls, Nick fucking Gage. Dude, when we were at that GCW, the yeah. Art of War uh, Games 2 the night before, my, I mean, I'd seen videos of that, but holy shit, when he came out, just that place went it was, it was, it was, it was, yeah. I, I imagine that's as close as it was was like to being in the ECW arena when Inner Sandman hit. Like, I, yeah, they were rabid, bro. They were, they rabid. were. I, it was the one and only time I was ever at a wrestling show. And I went, I'm afraid we aren't going to make it out of this. <laughs> you did, I do remember you saying to me, dude, those like, lines. dude, it was just a different, I mean, it was a great, but it was just a different atmosphere there. Watch the DCW episode from the the show from two weeks ago, 
there's this big dude that's just grabbing on the gauge and he's not letting go in the crowd and the fucking security guys are trying to get him off of the <laughs> gauge. And then Gage is circling the ring again and the guy goes for another hug and the freaking security dude basically tackles his ass away from him. <laughs> I gotta go see that now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, dude, let him go, man. Let him go. Man, All right, Joey Joey K. K. Yeah, there's there's so many. It's so difficult. And that's why I knew like oh, putting really this question. question by the way, bro. I, thanks, man. It's like, th- like it, but because it's a question that there's like no like my answer there's can no change every answer, answer. Yeah. There's only every... one wrong answer, and that's Maria Menunos. But go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's his answer to everything, but we'll leave that be. Um I, you oh, guys fine. know I love CM Punk, and I'll take uh, I'll take either one. Yeah. Cult of Personality is one of my all-time favorite songs. Missouri is one of my all-time favorite songs. AFI, they're fucking amazing. They both they both songs fit his characters at the time when they when they came out. It was yeah. just perfect. Yeah. Um, Attitude Era, man. Like I have to agree with Sean. DX song. I know the Austin, Austin, the Rock. I, I mean, even, if, even if there was just like the raw theme song, yeah, during the Attitude Era <laughs> with like balls. I mean, it was just so dude, hard. Burning your eyes, fucking killer song. Yeah, dude, they were just the, all the, killer. It was the raw theme song from the Ruthless Aggression Era. I think it was across the nation. That was mm-hmm. a really good one too. So then, man, go back, had uh, Joey K. Continue. Um. You know what the the DX music though just hit. I, I love Rage Against the Machine. I love the fact that it yeah. sounded like a little rage type. Yeah, dude. You know, I mean, just in the in the video, even when it came, it like boom, dude, with the yeah, the graphics were like and then that long. I dude, yeah. I mean, I was like every time that thing yeah. came on, I was just like, oh my, this is so... the topless chick they had to blur out. You know, yeah, dude. I'm amazed. Cool, but... of I'm amazed you though. Talk about the topless chick, fucking pervert. No, I am. Well, I mean, it's like <laughs> Triple H said not too long ago in an interview, is like the glass breaking and the DX song were like the soundtrack to holy shit. Like when yeah. you heard either one of those, you were like, holy shit, you know, this is going to be you awesome. Guys, you guys, you guys right. remember when uh, Mankind won the WWF title on Raw? Yes, I, I do. do. What you remember how loud that arena was when Austin's music hit when he came out to help mankind? Oh god, dude, yeah. That's one of the loudest pops I'd ever heard on what you know for on a raw yeah. was that night. Um I, I'm amazed that nobody mentioned this in like a comment or anything. Um fucking Heart Foundation and Bret Hart. That music yeah. is fucking epic. Yeah. I like that. Um, that the old Heart Foundation and the one he used after the newer one with the both are really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, those are amazing. I, I, I thought somebody, I who said the Midnight Express music because that's fucking Ken, our buddy, our buddy Kenneth. Yeah, that was fucking classic. Yeah, Ken's an old soul, man. I mean, he just loves that old. <laughs> Me and that dude will talk WCCW wrestling. Yep, hours. But you know, hours. you know, I got a soft spot from here in Philly, ECW. And as much as yeah, Enter Sandman, no. iconic, dude. How can we pass on Walk? Yeah, the Pantera yeah. song. Yeah, I, dude. Let me tell you something because RVD as the fucking TV champ 
comes out, he'll either open the show wherever he's at on the show, doesn't matter. You hear that, and that fucking crowd would go absolutely shit. Um, because it's a song you can chant along to. This is why Judas is so good because people can sing along to it. It's got a catchy hook, but like you know, that free banana spec, like that had the whole crowd going. Sabu, that oh, fucking yeah. music, yeah. You the lights go out and you hear that music hit. Holy shit, that's fucking epic. And Taz. Yeah, Taz had great music. Dude, he had fucking Kiss playing, dude, and made Kiss sound like the most hardcore, badass sound you could have. Yep. Like so, there's a yeah, lot right. of iconic ECW ones. ECW just had a great knack for like finding the perfect music for each performer. Yeah. What I want to know with ECW and is not paying for royalties, they didn't pay exactly. for anything. How the fuck were they able to get away with that? I think Paul Heyman said as long as they played it through a microphone. No, he said he just if somebody found out, let him do something. But yeah. nobody yeah. was saying anything. Yeah. yeah, like he he figured like nobody's gonna fuck with him, so he just let it go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but there's there's so many good ones. Um, as far as my favorite, any one of those can be my favorite on there. Uh, oh, another one, dude. Motorhead, the game. Yes, like yep. dude, Triple, yeah, dude. That's such a fucking classic. Um, but uh, yeah, as far as my favorite, it's tough because I want to say Cult of Personality because that's just one of my all-time favorite songs. Yeah. Punk or not, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm gonna give one more special shout out to an actual AEW entrance music. Oh, dude, I'm a fucking mark for Battle Cry, Kenny Omega's. Yeah, music, yeah. dude. That a good song, song is fucking good. Yeah, yeah. Like so, but I'm actually gonna go with Sean on this. The DX music, right yeah, today. Dude, I... All right, that that music is just so good because it's not licensed. It's an original, but you couldn't tell when it yeah. came out. And it no, do you? Yeah, it was like the first, like produced wwe theme song that did not sound like a produced wwe yeah. theme song yeah i don't and, I know that sounds silly to i, I know I'm probably not making any sense but i hope you know what i mean no i know what you mean oh and last but not least too i want to throw this one in there lita boy hits car congratulations yes. to lita dude, by the way one half of the champ. champs dude uh, i'm telling you i the, the band i found the band boy hits car because of her theme song yeah and they're like one of my all-time favorites at this point. Those guys are fucking amazing. Yeah. Go watch them. Watch the singer do a stage dive off the fucking the overhead PA. He climbed all the way up to the top of the fucking stage this festival and did a fucking stage dive off of the PA system into the crowd like 50 feet. Wow. It's Damn. the most wild shit I've ever seen. And he's wow. still singing the whole time, too which is wow. fucking ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, there, there's a lot. But yeah, the DX one, man, has to be my favorite, as far, especially as, as far as originals go. Yeah. Like original nice. music-wise, I mean, you can license a lot of shit out there, but like... Yeah. So yeah. there's there's two more that I thought of that I just like, every time you you hear it, you you go, oh, fuck, here it comes. What I also love that... Randy Savage came to the ring to pomp and circumstance. Yep. 
Yeah, I always consider that the Savage song. It's no longer the graduation song. You know, I know, man, but I just like for me. I mean, that guy was basically his whole character was a pimp. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he's just like he comes. I mean, you know, the way with the robes and all that and stuff. And the but I just love that that it the pimp we didn't so know not, we needed. Yeah, he was so not like straight lace tight knit when you think of pomp and circumstance and then he comes out to that and just kind of made it his own and the one and only time that i have ever legitimately thought hulk hogan was cool uh, real american no <laughs> voodoo really child nice. you're a fucking voodoo child voodoo that's, child. that's when when he came out to, when he started coming out to hendrix music it was like the only time i went you know what maybe he's not what they say Dude, so, well, he, he is definitely what they say. But <laughs> I love the fact that he was coming out to Hendrix, man. That was the best, the best character change when Hogan went heel and then he comes out to fucking Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. And you're just like, holy shit. Like, yeah. that's a fucking bad That saved his career. career. He had never been cooler ever in a million years when, when he was. At the very beginning of the NWO before he fucked it up. Oh, and, sh- very and real quick, shout out to the fucking Razor Ramon theme, too. That shit slapped like a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, dude. So, so I got one, I got one more that I want to mention. And I'm sure you guys are probably gonna shit on for me for this, but you know what? I don't really yep. give two flying fucks. Good but dude, okay. no, no, actually, no, it's not called banana. No, we're gonna take away your baby face card if you keep dropping the F bomb. I'm not kidding. Well, you know what? I'm going to go from the white meat. Anti-hero heel. Shut up and let me get my point across. God damn it. (laughs) Damn, man. Jesus Christ. I'm going to go from the white meat baby face to the Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'm just going to say whatever the fuck I want and still be the baby face guy. I don't think you can do that. See what y'all did to our Dennis. You broke him. So, anyways. if You guys guys are probably going to shimmy this, but I don't care about it. I'm going to throw out a song from... uh, a tag team who I don't think gets a lot. Get, you should get a little bit more love than they do when it comes to the history of tag team wrestling. Now I'm not saying they're an all time great, but God damn it, I was a huge fan of the fabulous Rousseau brothers. Their song, "The All American Boys," that was shit. Just for some reason, I love that song. And yet, you're still one of my best friends. Weird. <laughs> damn right, I am. How the and fuck does that, that happen? And you know what? You want to know a awesome? great. A great fucking tag team song, and it definitely ain't the fucking Rougeau brothers. That bullshit. Harlem <laughs> Heat. Harlem Heat had great fucking na 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 na. Dude, that Harlem Heat song was that Harlem Heat song was tight, bro. Dude, yeah. it was. That, and that uh, shit. Now I was gonna have one other one, but when you went off on the Harlem Heat tangent, you made me forget this other. Well, that's because I didn't want. Oh, you know, what? More, I, you know, I just remembered it. One other one that I think is a great song from the from the that era in the WWF. Doink. Jai Soul Brawl, the one slick song. Yo, slick. The Reverend Slick. Fuck yeah. yeah. The Doctor of Style. Oh, How geez. racist was WWF back then, man? Very. Oh, yeah. Very. You know what? Akeem the Dream. I love the dream. In all fairness. Let's talk about AEW for a minute. 
Oh, okay, uh, before we do that, I think no, this hold is on, the hold on. time we spent on hold the on. Facebook question of the week. So great job. <laughs> That's because we have every time we stop, like we're like, oh yeah, what about we won't this shut up? Well, dude, there's so much of it. <laughs> I mean, that, that hold up, before we talk on. about AEW, you can't talk about WWE or WWF being racist because has anybody heard fucking Willow Nightingale's music? No, no, I didn't know she had music, dude. It might. Like it's literally, it might as well be like fucking Coco Beware's music from fucking 1989. <laughs> it's like it is, uh, it is literally like extra music from like coming to America. It is like the most fucking electronic black exploitation music I've um, ever heard. Makes it belong on Black Dynamite. Since like the fucking early nineties of pro wrestling, like it is. Black Dynamite's a fun ass movie, by the way, dude. Well, that movie is coming out. It is. It is. I I encourage you look that music up and tell me that is not like wow, generic black wrestler from the nineteen eighties. Like <laughs> it is. It's. I need to look it up now. I feel like, like we might get hate man. mail for this one. Oh, I probably will. I mean, but like, that music. I'm just saying, like, I felt uncomfortable watching what, it. What was a uh, Too Cold Scorpio when he was coming out to Superfly? Wasn't Oh my god! But <laughs> he came out to ta- whoop. There it is in ECW. And then yeah. he had this, which then he had was this the shit. The one woman at the beam goes, Scorpio. <laughs> Sprinkles. They had him flash funk. <laughs> Dude, the best was the flash funk vignettes at the basketball court. I'm like, could you get any more fucking specific? Like, oh my God, dude. like I mean, if we're if we're still see, talking that would about be a good question, what is your favorite old school vignette? I mean, what is your most racist one that you could I think wanna, of? And why is it the Funkasaurus? Don't cut this and chop it. Don't yeah, cut Maloney, this. And chop we are it. full but of honestly, it. Honestly, watching those flash funk vignettes, I'm amazed that Vince wasn't like, "Oh yeah, have the guys on the side of the court eating a bucket of fried chicken." Yeah. Like that—that's that's how fucking brutal it was to watch. Well, I mean, come on, like, dude. you you got to remember that Vince is the same guy who put a black bodyguard with the Million Dollar Man. Hey, 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 hey! Nobody talk bad about a uh, bodyguard. Or you know, manservant. Wow. Manservant, because have you seen Virgil? But nobody Jeez. talked about, about Vince and Durant. Guy, man. Oh, dude, no. Vince is definitely a racist. Man. Oh, my God, dude. Like, that's that's how bad Flash Funk vignettes were. It was like, Vince yo, is why like he... coaches from the 50s and 60s who said <laughs> black ball players could never be quarterbacks because they couldn't handle the pressure. All right, get them off. Yeah, turn that off. Dude, we don't want to get, we don't okay. want to get hit like with the, the copyright noise. Coming to America. Tell me, that's, tell that's me that's I'm really wrong. Bad. No, no you're dude. right. That's that like Willow Nightingale's theme. That's 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 Willow's theme, and that is to me. Like, were, and you know, in ten minutes, we could go to we could go to final thoughts. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Who watched Raw or any other wrestling this yeah, week besides just talking about the question of the week in music? I, I watched Dynamite. I, I didn't watch much of Raw. I did. I, wa- I watched Raw, and like I was saying to you guys before we started recording, man, that, that episode to me, that felt like one that Vince McMahon would book. That felt like a Vince McMahon booked Raw. Yeah, I saw the highlights. I wasn't impressed with Raw. And, 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 and we'll see, the thing is, and this just really, I don't understand why they decided to go this way. 
So it looks like they are officially going with Brock versus Omos at Mania, which makes zero sense. Garbage. Garbage. It's going to be garbage, yeah. Well, I they're think... going with Lashley versus Bray Wyatt. Garbage. Bray's not like, helping anybody right now. They had, they, they, the, the smart thing would have been for them to do Brock they versus do... Bobby in the fight pit at WrestleMania. Yeah, but I think, you know, if they do Bray, maybe we get the Hurt Business. Well, dude, I think, too, and you got, you got this whole – WrestleMania, to me, it's just not – I mean, I'll, I'll watch it. I always do. It's two nights and all that shit. I just, it's just gotten so blown Well, Triple H says he wants to make it smaller this year. Yeah, I think they're saying there's only going to be like six or seven matches per night. Yeah, he wants to give more match time instead mm-hmm. of just jumbling bullshit. There's not going to be a rumble this year. I know, but you're you're still doing like we're 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 kind of falling into that Undertaker territory where now we're just booking anybody to wrestle Brock Lesnar that's big. Yeah. Do you really think? Do you really think that Brock Lesnar and, and what Omos or Osmos or Cosmo Omos. or whatever the fuck his Omos. name is, it's going to have a match worthy <laughs> of anything with Brock Lesnar. I mean, no. Brock has the F5 and a suplex and he'll punch and clothesline you. That's it. It's the four moves of Lesnar. And do the. Uh, Omos can barely get in the ring. So, I mean, it's he not going to be. He can barely move. He, you know, I mean, he. <laughs> it's not going to be Flair Steamboat, but it'll be something. He <laughs> makes. He makes Jade Cargill look like Bret Hart. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Tell me I'm wrong. It's a hot take right there. Tell okay. Me I'm wrong. Tell me that match. Like when you look at that card, somebody's going to go, oh my God, fuck. I got to watch Lesnar versus Cosmo or whatever the fuck his name is. Cosmo? <laughs> it's Omar. I'm trying to make a point. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit about this match. Are you talking about Lesnar versus Cosmo Kramer? Well, I at least that on I, Kramer. At least that would be interesting to watch. Give me 50 on Kramer. I bet he could take him. Kramer comes sliding into the ring. <laughs> Let me tell you, Jerry, it wasn't a small guy, it was a big guy, this Brock Lesnar, Jerry. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> What's the deal? <laughs> I just Outside of Reigns and Cody, and you know Sami Zayn's going to get thrown in there in the mix somewhere. It's going to three-way. I don't necessarily think that. I think it's going to be Sami and KO versus the Usos. I think that's what's going to wind up happening. You got to get the Usos in the same fucking ring, man. It's going to happen. They still got time. Since we're talking about the Usos, congratulations to their brother, Solo Sokoa, on finally getting married this weekend to a longtime girlfriend. Whose name was not in the article, but Solo Sokoa has been made a honest man, and he was smiling in the photos, which made everybody question if they were photoshopped. Shouldn't that that article say girlfriend gets raised in her allowance when she marries millionaire professional wrestler? Yeah. Yeah. Um, shout out to Jimmy and Jay for not getting a DUI this week either. I did for real. They were every able to week, go to a celebration every week, without every getting... week that happens. We should shout it out. Yeah. Oh, and talking about DUIs, shout out to <laughs> never mind. I don't want to go there. That's too low. What about Sonya Deville? He's not going, he's not going to jail. Yeah, fire. you guys with the Sonya Deville story. 
Dang, I saw that. You know what? Shout out to Jeff Hardy for not going to jail. Fuck it, I'm gonna do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, shout out, shout out to Jeff Hardy for uh, for getting Uber for the next ten years. Yeah, ah, dude, how rough is that? <laughs> Bro, they suspended like can't drive. for ten years, a decades. <sighs> he's been driving drunk for so long, and he's finally sober, and he'll never. I mean, he might as well not even get in a car. He'll get a bike. He'll have a small bike. Maybe a moped. No, because then he'll start jumping it and break his fucking leg again. No, no, no. The so next headline will be Jeff Hardy pulled over on horse. <laughs> Riding while intoxicated. <laughs> he, likes, he likes doing yard work. He'll just be riding around the fucking John Deere. Talking about, I want to go Yellowstone, baby. <laughs> Jeff Hardy's drunk and the horse is high. Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Good Lord. They get pulled over because the horse is fumbling. Speaking of Hardys and somebody who shouldn't be wrestling anymore, I think Matt's about time for Matt to hang it up. I mean, oh, God. Ugh. I watched I that watching, match with him and Hook Wednesday night, and that was a little rough. It was a little I, rough. I watched that with my mom, and my mom goes, he's still wrestling? And I said, yeah. And she's I, like, why? I'm like, I don't know. He literally is rocking the same pants, <laughs> the same haircut. Uh, I just, yeah. at least when he was doing the delete thing in, in, in Impact, it was, you know, something different from the entire the entirety of the rest of his career. Yeah, that was some good stuff. You know, he's okay. back to Matt Hardy version 2.045. And I still, for the life of me, don't understand how Stokely Hathaway has a fucking job. Will somebody please explain that? He's shit? making a new nation of domination. You can't tell. Plymouth Rock didn't land on Stokely. Stokely landed on Plymouth Rock. Stokely li- looks like he landed on some fucking meth rock, dude. Because his facial expressions <laughs> on Wednesday guys. night. Them eyes get so crack. yeah, dude. He looks like he got choked as a kid. <laughs> nothing, there's nothing no, he's like his, his literally he can make his eyeballs stick two inches outside of his head hey speaking of aew guys revolutions this weekend it's a weird way to go man death by sexual asphyxiation revolution dennis go ahead you're the one who threw the sexual in there yeah, why? <laughs> no it's just it's it, it's you know it's kind of weird because up until maybe a couple days ago, I kind of almost forgotten that Revolution was going to be on this weekend and stuff. Because CM you know, Punk's but... not on the show. Well, it's yeah. not, it's not so no, much. There's no bill to the show. <laughs> well, I don't know necessarily that, but I mean, like, I think the Danielson-MJF match has gotten a good amount of bill, and I thought the promo that, that ended. the same bill uh... that MJF always has. Go ahead. Sorry. But, I'm just, but, but like, okay. So just really taking into account this the the way that they ended the show. I mean, this week with just the interview segment where basically Danielson tore an MJF and he talked he brought up his ex fiance again and pointed that pissed MJF off. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this right now. The only matches they really built, and I mean built built for this thing is the MJF match, but that's the same story they always tell. Yeah. The Moxley Hangman match, which I'm actually very interested in watching because it's yes, the death match. Um, other than that, I, I am. This is not me being a smart ass. I legitimately need to know the answer to this question. Why? Why are you interested in that? I mean, it's going to be the same fucking match they've had. They've had, they've wrestled like four times because it's a Texas death match. I just said that, dude. I don't care. Okay. So, what's the difference? I mean, dude, it's, it's, a, it's a match from his home state. Yeah. They put my state's name on there. They better be barbed wire. There won't uh, be. 
There better be. It's not a Texas Deathmatch if there's Let's not. Be honest, I think man, we'll see barbed wire in the name on anything. Well, he needs to not be a little girl and do it. Because when Moxley <laughs> and Archer did a Texas Deathmatch, there was barbed wire because they know what well, it does. Yes, there was. Yes, there was. But um, anyways. Well, Moxley just... don't have hair-dried curly hair. <laughs> I just see Hangman Page doing this shit in the locker room a lot. Is there a little bit of hair jealousy? You yeah, it's like, no, dude, no, no. I mean, I can grow it out. I just don't. Do it. Do it. No, you don't want to Go see ahead it. and go all the days like on us. I, I kind of look like Kid Rock, and I'm not really a big fan I of saw, I saw this comment. You look like Kid Rock. He looks like Fred Durst. We're becoming a band. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I saw a comment, and it was funny because uh, it was somebody bitching about WrestleMania, and like, it feels like they're just slapping matches together, like the Blesner-Omos match. And shit like that, which is true. And they're sure. saying, well, look at AEW. All the AEW Revolution matches ha- are are stories, like which False. is true. No, it's true. There's a story behind every one, but here's the difference. Is it a good story? No. It doesn't. Just because there's a story behind the match and yeah. they're building that story up to get to the match doesn't mean they're fucking good. The right. fact I honestly FTR don't give, I don't give a shit about team? I, I don't give a shit about Hangman and Mox and their story and their match. And honestly, the MJF thing, the Brian thing, if Brian doesn't win, I, I don't know what they're going to do because he's generally lost every single title match he's had. Yep. In AEW. In AEW. And it's and like for him to, to, for him to give his back to mm-hmm. MJF. Yeah. You don't think I mean, he does a job? There's no way that Daniel Bryan can lose this match and come out looking okay. Correct. You well, know, I mean, like they always say, well, you want to lose in a way where it doesn't hurt the other performer. Daniel Bryan is literally hands down one of the greatest, if not the current best wrestler in the world. I don't care what anybody says. And for him to go in there and give his back up to MJF, who has wrestled – 14 times in the last three fucking years. And five of those times were for titles or that ring. How does he lose? How does, how does, you know, how do they do that? I just. You have him go out there and put on a technical performance and out wrestle the best wrestler. in the. No, I don't know, dude. It's going to be garbage. An hour worth of garbage. It's going to be garbage. Like, that tag team match that if you would have put FTR in it, like everybody was telling me I was being a stupid Mark and I was being a little too rude and I wasn't letting the process happen that I needed to see how they pulled in FTR into this match. Well, where are they at? And where even are they then, at? like your, your, your title, your people that are carrying your titles or the ass boys. Yeah. Ass boys. And and, and just kind of going off of what DDJ said, I literally was watching dynamite last night which is the first wrestling I've been able to watch all week. I, I literally have had no time to do anything. Yeah, but you've been, turn- you're, you've been coaching a really kick-ass team out. Yeah, there, dude, so. we are. We are. We have. We literally won 38 to 8 tonight. Nice. Undefeated. My girls are undefeated, both teams. Nice. Hell yeah. Goldberg's out there. We're, we're kicking ass and taking names. It's been fun. But it's wearing, it's wearing me out. And it's definitely cutting into my wrestling time. But I, <laughs> I I watched Dynamite last night, and they they said Revolution is this weekend, and I I literally went, fuck, it's really this weekend. Wow, I yeah, we have literally not talked about it at all. 
Nope. And me and DDJ usually I'll have a few text messages or a phone call or, hey, are you going to watch it? Do you want to come up and watch it? Maybe I'll come down there. Like literally we have not discussed this pay-per-view once. Tells you how it's going with AEW. And, <laughs> and when I think is, about the House of Black going against the, for the trios title, and that's yes. probably the one thing on that entire card where I'd be interested in watching that match. Yeah. I just, I don't, yeah, man, I don't, it, I don't know what's going on over there. AEW could put on a hell of a match. Look at that ladder match. Ladder match was great. It was a freaking hell of a match. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, I well, mean, there's a lot of big, I like the big spots. Don't don't kill it. I like the big spots. Commander went out there and looked really good. Phoenix always yeah, looks did. good. Dude, I feel like every one of those ladder matches that they do there, somebody's like three seconds away from like completely ending their career. And that's what I love about it. So <laughs> you sick fuck. Damn right. I'm a deathmatch guy. That's what I like. Um Yeah, but those GCW guys can actually pull off a deathmatch without somebody getting killed. Oh, I know, but I'm just saying that's the difference. Like when I'm seeing that high moves off the ladder and shit, I like that shit. That's you know, pulls on my interest. But that's the thing is they could put on good matches. It's just the stories and the making me want to watch it. And the reason why, like I could care less that Hobbs won. Honestly, I've never been a big fan of Powerhouse Hobbs. Congratulations, got your flowers and everything. But he's not beating Joe. Come on now. Oh no, I think Hobbs can beat Joe. Well, Hobbs Hobbs is going to beat Joe because of Wardlow. Yeah. And I like Hobbs, man. I think there's a really untapped talent right there that's like just kind of bubbling underneath the surface. I think that guy could be That's called diarrhea, buddy. I think he could be an amazing, <laughs> I think he could be an amazing heel, but I also think he could go over as a babyface too. Well, I'll, or some I'll kind just- of face. I'll wait to be corrected. Not a white meat face, but I mean, he definitely could be a face of some kind. Yeah, not a white meat baby face like DDJ up there, who's showing more and more that he's he not a white no meat baby face. He's considered a white meat baby face anymore. Yeah. You're no longer the John Cena of this podcast. No, no longer John out. Cena anymore. Yeah, You're, you you kind of want Hollywood Hogan on us. Yeah, we'll you see. fucked that. You fucked that all up. The kids no longer like you. I'm not even. <sighs> My kids still like sure me. They bite. I'm not even sure if you had a t-shirt, they'd buy it, dude. Yeah. So you might not want to ever have a t-shirt. You may not want your own white oh, you know baby what? face t-shirt. You know what? Oh, yeah. No, I will have a t-shirt one of these days and and, and that. So, but uh, You know what it's going to say? Real quick. You know what it's going to say? Real <laughs> quick. You know what it's going to say? Real quick. Real quick. Sean's a fucking asshole. <laughs> real quick. I don't think they'd print that because of the language, but they might do real quick. Um, hey, you know what? Before we go any further, you you remember that video, that weird video we got last week that uh said something about like five weeks? Yeah, was that movie tape from the ring? Yeah, yeah, we, I, I just got another one here. It's odd. Just fucking cut me off, man. I was talking. My apologies. <laughs> what were you saying, Sean? Well, no, fuck you, dude. I ain't got shit to say. 
All right, let's final thought this bitch and get it, get out of here. Yeah, who wants to start on final thoughts, Sean? I'll go first. I'll go first. I'll go first. <laughs> Just to get it out of the way. Go ahead, buddy. So, <laughs> wait a second. I'm going to. He's going to fuel wait up for, for this it. one. Wait for it. Wait for it. Billy Corrigan. <laughs> oh, boy. In his infinite wisdom, wrestling Booker, Booker extraordinaire, who has such an eye for talent that he's continually picking up WWE's cast-offs. His next opponent for his current NWA heavyweight champion, the fat bag of pus. <laughs> is the one and only Chris Masters. Who's now rocking a ponytail and a stubbly beard and looks like he left a needle in his arm, but we're going to leave that alone for right now. I just, I, I, I can't for the life of me. I, I just don't understand what's going Like somebody is knocking on this man's office door and saying, I got a great idea for our next pay-per-view. Let's take that fat piece of shit you have wearing the belt right now. After he gets done at Fox News molesting females. Take him to a pay-per-view. Get three people to help him get his tights on. Send him out to the ring. And we'll have him fight Chris Masters. Because he's such a relevant name in professional wrestling right now. Yeah, that guy. That guy right there. That I still can't get over the needle dick and the camel toe in the same picture, dude. I just can't get over that shit. I just, for the life of me, do not understand why anybody would give this product any kind of credibility. I just, I, for the life of me, do not get it. I just, please, somebody explain it to me. I, the, I can only say you're wiping your ass with professional history so many times and it's no longer the same thing. I I need to figure out a different way to say how bad this man is fucking up one of my favorite organizations. But I I have no idea where to go with it other than Chris Masters. This is is the guy? Not Nick Aldis. I believe it's Chris Adonis. Whatever. Not not Trevor Murdoch. Somebody who can actually work, by the way. We're, we're going to bring in Chris Masters. That's, that's the guy. This is the guy that we're bringing in to right the ship. D- dude, I, 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 I hope Billy Corgan gets to hear this. I hope he hears what I'm saying. Like, go watch Impact Wrestling, bro. Learn how to book matches. Learn how to judge talent. Because you know who's never worked for Impact Wrestling? Your fat fuck professional, your champion. Your current fat fuck champion. And the guy you currently are going to have in a match with your champion. (laughs) If you would get your fucking head out of your ass, you might actually be able to have a pay-per-view that isn't in a studio. Your fan base might actually be interested in what the fuck you're doing. But no, what you're giving us right now 
in the immortal words of Jim Cornette, is a hot plate of piss. Once again, thank you, sir, for shitting all over my favorite organization growing up and every bit of wrestling history that every other every other company has been built on besides WWE. Yeah, I think that's it. That's all I got. Wow. Next. All right. So it mine's gonna be a little bit of a short one. Um, but again, it's yeah, I you know, you, you all call me the white meat baby face of the group, and I and I, I love being that because it's just me. I try I'm the good guy, you know. I want to be the good guy, I want to be the guy everybody likes. Um, but I, I I do this one every so often, but just things happen in life. To where it just, it just, I, I have to talk about it. Um, and I always talk about how precious life is and how we need to kind of live each day to the fullest because we never know when our time is up. And unfortunately, that rang true this week because um, a friend of mine, uh, Adam, uh, unexpectedly lost his wife earlier this week. Uh, very sweet lady by the name of Rachel. Uh, she passed away in her sleep earlier this week. And, you know, and it, it just, it stinks because, um, I've only, I only hung out with Adam a couple of times. Um, met him through the Pro Wrestling Tees VIP group. Um, I actually got a ticket to uh, – I bought a ticket off him about a little over a year ago to go see uh, AEW Dynamite when they were at uh, Wintrust, and that was the uh, the night of the first CM Punk-MJF match when they went 45 minutes and MJF won. Like, I actually sat with him and his wife, and his wife was just as into the show as we were and stuff, and it was great. And it's always great to see female fans enjoying themselves and really getting into these wrestling shows. But just, I, 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 say, this, I, say, I say this a lot, but I'll continue to say it because it's the honest-to-God truth. Live each day to the fullest, you know. If, if you've got someone out there that you're having a conflict with, Get that conflict resolved because you just, you never know. Never go to bed mad, you know. And it's just, I, I, I can't say that enough it's just because it's so true. And when things like this happen, when people uh, lose their loved ones or, you know, their soulmates and everything unexpectedly, it just, it, it not wor- truer words can't be spoken, guys. Just go out there, enjoy your lives to the fullest, man. Just, 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 yeah. Um, and that. So, uh, Devon, what do you got? Well, <clears throat> I was hoping Joey K would be yeah, back, but he's not. Where the fuck did Joey K go? He's over there. You know he does. He 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 drains it while we're doing final thoughts. <sighs> well, at least he's I not like Justin a Squirt. <laughs> hey, he's not Sorry, like Justin Incredible on um on a, on a such good shoot. You know where he will literally take uh, a shit during the show. Yeah, Justin Credible taking a shit on the show was something else. Oh, Joey yeah. K. Would you like to go? What I miss? It's your time for final thoughts. All right, what's everybody's final thoughts? Sean, Sean I, went, I know Sean went Sean shit over the NWA again, and I talked about you know Dude, life. And stuff you brought in Chris Masters, bro. What am I supposed to do? Not fucking bring that up, Chris Adonis. Whatever the fuck his <laughs> name is, dude. Stop correcting me. Nobody <laughs> gives a fuck anyway about who what his last name is. And Javon. <laughs> What what was your final thought? I haven't gone yet. Oh, you yeah. haven't gone yet? Yeah. yeah just, just, just Sean and I have gone. Dennis said going? something about being better, Amazon or 
No, that's not true. Actually, dude, you weren't even friends. close. <laughs> Amazon. No, dude, it's for real. No, that was like that was last week. Yeah, was, yeah, actually, yeah, one of his friends, his wife passed away, so he was talking about just like embracing life, and, and and it was it was actually a very good one, even though he's been a complete dick this show. I think he he finished with a really. It's your fault, Sean. No, dude, don't blame you being a dick on me, bro. That's a choice. I'm gonna blame myself being a dick on you because it's the honest to God truth. You motherfucker. That's the choice you made. You fucking live with it. You drove me to it. Why don't you two just go on and get a room already? Jesus, so much tension. The sexual tension is like this. You know what? Why don't you two join us? Nah, wrong fucking comment, bro. I'm not. I'm not into the group thing, bud. Wow. <sighs> Come on, how about you go? I'm gonna go. That left. was so many wrong in so many ways. Yeah. I don't even I don't even think I could explain it to you where you would understand. I was just I'm just at a loss for words. Let's <laughs> go with your <laughs> final thought, Gavon. <laughs> I'm trying, dude. I'm really am. I'm not lying oh, to yeah, you. Hold really on. Trying. Oh, hey, did, you get, did you get a new Kenny Omega picture? Am I getting razzed by fucking DDJ right now? Cause yeah, DDJ, yeah. I'm telling you, he's not the baby face anymore. He's completely fucking with you. We gave him like a whole freaking time to get his sentimental shit out, and then I get razzed because I lost my train of thought due to Joey K not liking group work. <sighs> okay. Sharing is caring. Anyway. Speaking of invitations, May about- 21st. No. Final thoughts for me, guys. Um, <laughs> just <laughs> I'm gonna echo what DDJ said, man. Um, some of you guys know I live in the wonderful state of Texas, and from time to time, oh, the shit. weather down here Sorry, dude, tries I- to uh kill us. You know, the state doesn't like us that much, and the weather tries to take us out with uh tornadoes. Of course, the, the of police. course, you don't like it down there. Look at your tech, your Dallas Cowboys. Hey, now, or the, or the police try to kill you, or hey, now, border security. Or... Let's leave the Cowboys out of this, the other points are valid. Um. <laughs> <laughs> But as I was getting to, right before the show today, we had a bit of a scare with the tornado that came really, really close to where I'm at right now in my family's house and my mom. Auntie M, Auntie M. And it was really bad. This this time of the year is normally not when this type of thing happens. So the cluster that came through the state came in like a wrecking ball. Um fortunately, fortunately, I'm good. My family's good. But on the flip side of that, I have a friend of mine who works for me. And they went to the Mavericks game tonight. He said that they were fine at the stadium. And when he gets home after the game, he calls me right before we start podcasting. And he goes, man, I need tomorrow off. And I said, why? What happened? And he goes, I came back home. I don't have a roof. I don't have a fence, and my old tree that was dying is now on the front lawn. I said, man, you have the day off. Don't worry about it. Take care of your home and everything. So you just gave him the day. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's got no roof, and you gave him one day off. You're so generous. Hey, hey. You're a very caring motherfucker there, huh? Yeah, Monday, bud. Yeah, the new white meat baby face of the dude. Group. I'm sorry, your house, the, your house literally exploded from wind. Just don't be late Monday, bitch. 
<laughs> he got Friday, Saturday, Sunday to figure out his three situation. Days, he's, got, he's got three days to figure out his living situation. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus of course, if he needs Monday, I'm gonna fucking give him Monday. Let's not be. I'm not the dude from Office Space. Yeah, it'd be great. Let's not come in on right after Monday. Lumber and fuck <laughs> but no, I'll it's give just, you Monday. Um, but if you ain't got figured it out by then, bitch, you're on your own. You're on your own. Yeah, we're gonna need you to come in on Tuesday. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to log in on Tuesday. I have no roof. Yeah, about yeah. that. You yeah, know, it does have time. a roof. Our office. No. Yeah, you should be <laughs> safe there. Uh, uh hey it's Peter, it's Bill. Um. <laughs> Called and left you a message. Uh, just wondering if you're coming in today. And uh, work already started. Um, yeah. How's the roof? Uh, I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Have you seen my stapler? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> long story short, since you guys are in rare form tonight, like DDJ said, you oh, never what's know. Oh, train like you're the innocent one here. You're just really, as bad why as Why do you even say anything to him? What's going to happen? You never know what's going to happen day after day. Just, you know, um, take care of things that you need to, like DDJ was saying. I'm going to kind of echo the same thing. Hug your loved ones. Just, you never know when it's going to be your last time when you'll be able to do that. And, um, yeah, just um, be grateful and thankful for what you have because you never know. In an instant, things can change. Joey K. Um, yes, you're very right. And everything you said yesterday i lost a very 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 uh influential person in my life unfortunately um so everybody's doing these heartfelt fucking emotional and final thoughts and i'm the dick today i love you fuck you oh, oh don't, don't worry don't worry don't worry <laughs> um you know write uh, me a river sean hates it here dude now you're quoting a justin timberlake song keep it up you're on you're on fire tonight brother you're on fire a friend of mine, uh, a friend of mine, my uh, jujitsu instructor for years, um, a really all around awesome, very funny, unique person, uh, passed away unexpectedly yesterday. So, um, man, it was, it just fucked. It. Like, he just turned 50 mm. in January. Mm. Um, just all around Sorry, good dude. Sorry. And it's, you know, I know you guys probably saw my post, but it's like, you know, it's really, really difficult when there's people, you know, that are just like that. Mo what's going to kill him? Yeah. You know, like yeah. what's going to fucking take that person out? Because, yeah. you know, he he was a pretty fucking tough motherfucker. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just it was really sad. I got that call last night and you know, made me think about a lot of things, <clears throat> you know, so you don't know how much time you get here. It goes fast. Yep. So yeah. Hug the people you love, tell them you love them and uh, do the things that you want to do and have some fun. Even if that means that this ECW banner waving. OG Ring of Honor Philadelphia sports fan gets on, his ass on a plane and flies out this May to 
the Windy City, Chicago. Which Which means we can make it official as of today that on Sunday, May 21st, that's two Chicago Land Championship Wrestling will not only host an amazing show that everybody should go to, Berwyn, Illinois, doors open at three, bell times at four, but all members of the Shooting Shit podcast will be in attendance, ready to talk all the shit that we are going to be building up over the next couple months in person, live. And see if anybody has the balls to step up and question us and tell us we're a bunch of assholes. <laughs> oh, I got the balls. Will it happen? Tell you that you're a bunch of assholes. I, will it happen? Probably. Do I hope for it? Well, all I can say is if you got a little itch for us at shooting shit, you always can go ahead and scratch it. <laughs> hey guys, uh, Joe, hey Hot One and Silver Wolf. Are we taking bets on if uh, Joey K's going through a table that night? No, dude. No, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's going to get lit up. I want to see him take chops. I mean, that's – that's. I, I we should put like a fucking parlay bet down. They try to put him through a table, dude. I'm stinger splashing somebody. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's my birthday on the 21st, so I'll go through a fucking table. I don't give a damn. We'll be, we'll be, we'll be celebrating Javon's birthday. All of us will be right there in – Beautiful Berwyn, Illinois. Berwyn. I'm so excited. The home of I one am, Mrs. Silverwolf, actually. I am yeah, actually, that is where my wife grew up with Berwyn. Yep. I am pumped. I uh are behind the scenes in our group chat earlier today. All I did was throw out a picture of my confirmed flight. Like, <laughs> here we go. It's gonna be a fun weekend, boys. It's going to be a whirlwind. I'm the city I'm will never be the same. I'm flying in first class <laughs> all the way with Rick Flair. champagne. Wait, wait, wait. That's Philly first class. So, oh, oh, we're we're real classy, bitch. We'll be sitting classy. in the middle row. He'll be sitting in the middle row of that John eating some Philly cheesesteak. Washing it down with cherry soda. <laughs> yeah, yo, dickhead. Let me get an extra whiz on this, bro. Come on, dude. It's Philly all the way. The premier's flying in first class. Jovan's got the '86 fucking Monte Carlo all polished up, <laughs> fucking, fucking rims shined up and spinning, baby. He's cruising all the way up from Texas to Berwyn just to fucking let you find folks. Uh. The fans of Chicagoland Championship Wrestling enjoy what you should have been enjoying all fucking along, baby. Ooh, come on, baby. Bring the that A1 here. since day one, the Pacific Island Playboy himself, the premier Joey K, flying in specially to your fucking city. So let's see, let's see what you got. All oh, you fat, out of shape. <laughs> Burwin fucking bison out there in the crowd. You come out and see what we got. <laughs> oh man. Ladies and gentlemen, those thoughts are the premiere and the premiere alone. And not no, all man, that's okay. Katie J, I'm they wearing a, I'm wearing a fucking t-shirt with your smoke. address on it when we go, bud. Don't worry. 
<laughs> it's gonna be fucking a great time. So everybody, gonna, my, my address is one two three Fake Street. Hey, <laughs> uh, general admission tickets are only fifteen dollars. It is not an expensive show to go to, but, but it is but, full but of talent. The family four pack of which that will be what we are getting yeah. to save a little money and get four tickets for fifty dollars. Yes, four tickets, fifty dollars. I mean, it's going to be an awesome night. If Plus the kids the bar come, will be open and the food will be awesome, man. So bring some, bring some earplugs because I want to see you guys try to censor me. I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. So, but I ain't gonna even waste the effort because I know it ain't gonna work. I'm, 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 giving, I'm giving you the warning now. If Joey little Timmy bringing that smoke, baby. If little Timmy comes home from school <laughs> and the teacher writes a note and says Timmy's in trouble because he caught someone in a steaming pile of horse shit and he heard it at the wrestling show. Don't blame me, motherfucker. Blame yourself. <laughs> I'm giving you a warning right now. Oh my god! Also, buy our fucking merch. Let's go. Yeah, buy our fucking merch, man. Buy the fucking merch. Buy, buy the fucking merch. Hey, hold on. Let's uh, let let's let this one out for the show. So, everybody now knows. Hopefully, everybody knows in our, our group chat, our announcements all through the night here. We've been talking about it. We do have a store on ProWrestlingTees.com. Coming on up. The, the official shoot and shit shirt. Yes, we do have a new logo. That's not the only thing we have coming up for you guys. But one thing is this. We do have our logo shirt. We encourage everybody to go out and buy it, especially this week. Promo code MADNESS23 until Monday, March 6th at 1 p.m. Eastern. Use it. Save yourself 20%. It's all good. We just want to get our logo out to you because we're very proud and happy with our new logo. Along with that, though, we do have more to come for the Shoot and Shit store. So, as you guys know, we each have our own nicknames here. And uh, that might mean we got to look. Yeah, DDJ, we see you. Yes, because that's because we can't fit all of your fucking words in there. You have the longest nickname in the fucking goddamn universe. Hey, what are you talking about? Like you have to scream it really fast to get it all out there. You're, you're, you're like the Jericho of the show or the HBK of the show. You got like 15 fucking every pain maker, Y2J. The fucking the hard the Ocho HPK. He's got Steve, he's got a seasonal the showstopper, the icon, the main event. Mr. Russell, Mr. WrestleMania. That's a fucking seasonal nickname. So DJ, <laughs> you're on that level. Okay. So exactly right. No, okay. Three out of the four of us have our nicknames, which also means we have our own personalities and we have our own logos. So do you care support our shirt? But we might have some uh, our own personal items and our personal flair coming very, very soon to Pro Wrestling Tees. So Person go out, there. support our show. Uh, <laughs> we, appreci- we appreciate it. We love you guys. For everybody who purchased already, thank you. We love you. We appreciate you. It's awesome. Uh, Thanks, Mama, would- from here. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Thanks, Jovan. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm a good person. 
<laughs> we appreciate everybody who's buying thank right you, now. Jay. Thank you. Um, because oh, all this does is support our show, helps us out, helps us bring you some new content, some new items. So it is greatly appreciated. But be on the lookout because we got plenty more surprises for the store coming up. And uh, the show's got some good surprises, too. So yeah, what we do. And we might even have some wrestlers on soon. I mean, we're only building yeah, up dude. to this giant show that we're all going to be at, the new era with CCW. So things are going to get interesting. Oh, things yeah. they be a changing. Things that be a changing. Well, what's not changing, ladies and gentlemen, is we've given you a little bit over an hour and thirty minutes here of great content. So thank and you to all of you. We literally talked stayed. about very little wrestling. We really did. We talked I'm a lot about music, but it was sure fun. Yeah, uh, this is going to be a hard one. But um, that's, thanks that's to a, that's, what, that's she said. what she said. Yeah, that's what she said. You very mature. Thanks <laughs> to the ladies. The ham and eggers out there at catering to generic dick pills, one of the original sponsors of shooting shit. Johnner's podcast not ever really a sponsor. <laughs> Johnner's podcast network for proudly most of the time supporting us. And for you guys who stayed this long to hear all of our craziness after besides vape shop. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that one burrito place that's in the gas station on Main Street. (laughs) (laughs) Good night, everybody. God, I don't even know if we're going to be on next week after all this. It It was fun while it lasted, boys. Change that music. Well, at least we got a shirt out of the deal. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the show on YouTube. And find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash groups slash S-H-O-O-T-I-N-S-H-T. And thank you so much for watching.